it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the melting pack here on the Next Level Network. Today is a big day. A lot going on today. Josh is here because, well, this would normally be ski weekend, so I wouldn't be able to do, I guess, an actual show. And he and I talked about, which we will, I'm sure we'll mention, I'm doing this ahead of time. Um, I'm sure we'll mention, we've talked about um, trying to do a podcast recording at ski weekend, but COVID, uh, you know, wrecked those plans. And, uh, you know, we, we all have to deal with things that we don't necessarily love, and we all just kind of... Um, we have to adapt, and so that's what we were doing. So I figured Josh should join me. That's hard to say. Uh, in like a ski weekend kind of edition of the show, and so we'll do that. We're talking about if you had a button to summon a beverage, what would you want? Um, I meant to do this a few weeks ago, but then we got caught up doing Rumble and all this other stuff. So I'm doing it now. We had a lot of fun answers. Looking forward to that. Uh, we're talking a lot of sports stuff. We will. We may touch on the Super Bowl. I don't know. Um, we got some baseball stuff. And I don't know what else. Oh, we may talk about um, people being jerks when it snows. Even though it doesn't really apply to Josh, uh, I kind of want to bring it up because, well, it snowed again today. So <laughs> so we have that. We hopefully will hear from the captain at the end of the show. And I know it's going to be awkward, and I will mention this when we get there uh, to you know break up the show with a guest. But the latest track from Eve 6... Uh, I will tell you about that, about how that came to be. It's not a big story, but it was funny to me. So we will hear the new song from Eve 6 and whatever else Josh and I figure out along the way. So here's a noise of some kind. I don't know, probably the pooper. And uh, Josh and I will uh, get right on it. I don't know. If people give feedback, I don't exactly read it. So it's all good. Okay. That's not true. I read everything. Even the mean things. I imagine you laugh at the mean things, though. I do. Yeah. Of course I do. The mean things are funny. I mean, they can be funny. Yeah. And if you're getting specific about something, it means that you listened to the show. So I took your time from you. Exactly. Which means if they listen to a lot before then, they're probably going to continue listening after. Maybe. Hey, if you, if you listen just to, you know, troll me with mean comments, that's fine with me. I got your download. <laughs> Not that I make money from this, but still, you know, my numbers look good. It makes uh, the network look good. And it works out. Hey. Hey, they don't. 
I don't know. There was like a thing, and then I don't know if you saw Private Parts. I know Howard Stern's Not Your Jam, which is not really mine either, but it's a very good movie. And that was kind of the thing that they were taught. Like, there was a scene, there were like, Howard Stern came on DC 101, and the producers and everybody, they're all mad at him because he does this really, like, provocative, gross stuff. But his numbers are going up, and then like, oh, what about people who love him? What do they say? They say he they want to see what he they want to see what he or hear what he says next. And they're like, well, what about the people who hate Stern? What do they say? They're like, most common answer, they want to hear what he says next. Yeah, there you go. I just likened you to Howard Stern. You really did. Yeah, I'm. I don't know how to feel about that right now. Well, you you gotta think he's not your jam, but he's a he's a big voice in radio. Sure is. And the yeah. only thing controversial about him is his act. He don't ever hear about, at least I haven't heard anything about him in his private life that would get him canceled. Yeah, I, I don't know. Now that you mention it, I, I mean, I, you know, don't spend a lot of time thinking about Howard Stern. But, uh, yeah, the only real criticisms I've heard of him that I can recall right now anyway are about what he's done on the show and not like, oh, he said you know, degrading things about women or people of color or whatever. Like, it just seems like he puts on his act, he takes off his headphones, he goes home and uh, does whatever Howard Stern does. He probably just watches, like, he probably just watches old movies and TV and stuff. Probably listens to his records. He's a radio Does he guy. have an extensive record collection? Do we know that? Uh, I would imagine he would. Whatever works for him, yeah. I would say. Do it up. Come on the show, Howard. That would be fun. Man, could you imagine if you got Howard Stern to come on the melting pad? That would be that would be a lot. That puts you over the top, man. Over the top of what though? Do I want to be over the top? Well, the thing is is I don't I think you would like say if like Stern and they're like, "Oh, look at Stern, he's doing awesome." Like people would hit him up, but you would just keep doing your same thing. You wouldn't try to you wouldn't try to do anything other than what the melting pad has always been. <laughs> I know that about you. That's true. Yeah, I, I would. It would come with a lot of responsibility, right? People, more people would be tuned in and be like, "Oh, when are you going to do this? When are you going to try something else?" And I'd just be like, "Here's this band I'm interviewing." Yep, and that'd be it. That'd be it. And they'd be like, and then they'd probably be like, "Why, why, why did he come on your show?" And then you'd be like, "Because he wanted to talk to a normal person for a change." <laughs> That would be fun. That yeah. could be fun. Yeah. How many hoops would I have to jump through to talk to Howard Stern? Like, how many different people would I have to interact with to do that, you think? Probably too many. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, something to chew on, for sure. And, <laughs> man. Oh, man. If Howard Stern came on the show, that would be... That'd be a lot for the network, really. That would be a nice boost. Yeah, would it would. Think. It would. All right, Ben, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. But, uh, Josh, we got a lot to do today. Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, it, it feels like a lot. It's only like four things. But uh, the bulk of the show is the question uh, where you were, you'd be summoned to beverage. And we got some fun answers there. And uh, I know it's going to be awkward, Josh. We got a break for a song after that. But uh, when Eve Six says you can play their new song on the show, you play their new song on the show. That's true. So we will get to that. We got baseball stuff as well. 
and uh, we might talk Powerpuff Girls. Josh, did you watch Powerpuff Girls, or can, can we scrap that, or, or do you want to talk about it? No, I did watch Powerpuff Girls. Oh, you did? Perfect. Yeah, All right, I did. so we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, but this first thing I want to talk about, and I, I realize, Josh, this is not something that is uh, in your wheelhouse based on where you live, but I think you can understand the, uh, let me think here, the human element of it. All right. So, I like that. Yeah, so it's snowed here. Well, it's been snowing off and on for a week or so here. And what people do... So, okay, let me... I got to take you back. So here's how it would work out in my hometown of Bristol, PA, when it snowed, right? There were two guys on the block who had snowblowers. One guy had a little one. The other guy had a massive one. And so what we would do... And because they just like to use them, so we, of course, like, we weren't friends with these people, but, you know, neighborly, whatever. So we would, you know, you hear somebody out shoveling, and you go, all right, time to get bundled up, get everybody out there, because if you're out there, and the guys are out there with their snowblowers, they're going to help you out. If you're not out there, you're going to be left there, your car's going to get, you know, covered, and you're going to be screwed, right? So you go out, you help each other out like good neighbors, and you go from there. So this has not happened in, well, at the apartment, it kind of did, but much less so. And here it doesn't happen at all. Like when I go out and shovel and I clear it out and mind you, I don't go to work. Like I don't go to the office, but Jill still does. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let my pregnant wife, you know, potentially fall and mess herself and our son up. So I go out and clear it out, shovel, salt, do the thing. And... I've noticed, Josh, the last week and a half or so, like we've got some real snow. I'm the only one that's been out. And I'm just like, all right, seems kind of, I don't know. I don't know everybody else does. But what it, the main thing is people will leave. I don't know if you've ever seen this. And this is a long way to get there, but I wanted to cover everything. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 but what people will do when they shovel out their parking spot, is they will leave a chair or a cone or I saw somebody leave like an act like a recliner in that spot when their spot once. I don't know how they Wait. picked it up and carried it. Wait. It was very Yeah. Like a recliner. Like a lazy yes. boy style like grandpa's yeah, like recliner. One you would have in your living room. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah. I I don't know how they did it. I don't know, you know, how many people were involved in this operation. Uh but yeah, what people will do is they'll, they'll mark their spot because what other people will do if they don't shovel and they'll go, oh, parking spot, and they'll just park there, which is wrong, which is not good. You should not do that. But also, like, you shouldn't. I understand the need to, you know, save your spot because there are people who will be jerks and just take it from you. But here, like, a lot of people have garages. And don't use them, like garages that are attached to the house where you can pull right in, park your car, boom, you're already home. And I don't understand why they don't use their garages. But also, Josh, I want your perspective on this. Where do you stand on the issue of uh, marking your spot that you've shoveled? Oh. So, like, uh, like you shoveled it. It's your spot. You put yep. in the work. And you mark it. Honestly, it sounds like it's kind of a dog-eat-dog world where you're living. So Kinda. 
And, but but I also know you don't drive, but at the same time, that's not their spot. That's your spot. You pay for your spot. Like, you pay for your place and everything in front of that leading up to the street. At least that's kind of how it, that's how I see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with marking the spot with something. If you shovel your own spot and it's your spot and people are trying to take your spot, you mark the fucking spot. <laughs> that's how I would think about it. Maybe I'm way off on this. I don't know. Again, this sounds is again, it's it's very specific to your geography. Yeah, how often do you get snow where you are? So, let me think. The last time we actually really got snow. I don't think we've gotten like real snow in like maybe like 25 years. We've had wow. ice storm. We've had ice storms. But yeah. like but actual like snow on the ground it's been I, I was a kid i wasn't even 10 yet the last time that happened and it was only like maybe maybe an inch and a half on the ground you know i would walk in the yard and i, I whenever i would step and pick my foot up i'd see grass so that was about the extent of it wow okay all right so you were all right so you well you shoveled my sidewalk once in my apartment yeah that was might it was mighty nice of you well you you kind you kind of leverage the position of me being the new guy and you being the brother of the woman that I was wooing at the time. So it's not like I could exactly say no. I mean, hey, if you would have said, "Oh man, sorry, my back's acting up," I would have believed you. I would have had no idea. Yeah, but my back wasn't acting up, so that'd have been a lie, and I don't, I, I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so so you're pro marking your spot when you've shoveled when your uh, neighbor has not. Yes, yes. I mean, now you mentioned the example of like living in Bristol. Is it like you would shovel the other neighbor's yard for them? Yeah, like the sidewalk. We'd all help each other out. There'd be, you know, six or eight of us. Okay, well, in that instance... So and I'm uh, and I'm thinking because I I know how your neighborhood is so I'm thinking in terms of that where there are everywhere so in that in, okay I, I guess I guess it's situational in that instance like depending on the environment if nobody does anything you know then I would mark my spot but if it's kind of a thing where like everybody helps each other out you know it's cool. I won't mark my spot. We all helped each other out because if you park there, then I'm just going to park down there because I helped clear that area. You know, I, I should get a piece of it. At that point, it becomes a communal area. Does that make sense? It also helps that, like, in Bristol, everybody kind of knew where everybody parked. Like, nobody, like, you'd be like, okay, you can park here or there, but not there because they parked there, not there because they parked there. So, like, everybody kind of knew their own spaces and yeah. were cool with that. But that's... I'm learning a rare thing. Yeah, that is a rare thing. The people of, of Bristol Borough uh, are, are very friendly and helpful to each other. It's a very, it is, it is, a, it is a communal place. But uh, yeah, just uh, whenever you get somewhere where nobody really knows anybody and people kind of keep to themselves, other than when they're bothering other people in their pursuit of keeping to themselves, then, you know, it's kind of a different, yeah. It's whack, son. It is. It is whack, son. And speaking of whack, or potentially whack, wow, I'm glad you said that because I had no way out of the snow thing. 
Uh, <laughs> potentially whack. I don't know. Powerpuff Girls, there's going to be a reboot. It's going to be live action on the CW, and according to Variety, uh, it will, quote, center on the girls who are now disillusioned 20-somethings who resent that they lost their childhood to years of fighting crime. I see your note, Josh. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Josh and I share a Google Doc, by the way, so we can talk to each other without talking to each other. Uh, I actually, I actually yeah. muted my mic while I was typing so I could cover up the addition to the note. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, thank you, man. That's good. Uh, all right, so yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Powerpuff Girls. Now, you mentioned before we started doing the thing, you did watch this show, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Him uh, him, and uh, Mojo Jojo were my favorite villains. Yeah. Oh, they were great. Yeah. They were so great. And the show, like, it was a cartoon. If you don't know, Powerpuff Girls, Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup, they were made of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Mm -hmm. And Chemical X. Yep. And it was a cartoon. It was fun. They fought crime. They flew around, and they, they did all kinds of fun stuff. Like, it was a really fun show. And... I just can't figure out who this dark reboot is for. Like, who is sitting there going, you know what I want? I want to see... Like, do you remember... I think it was, like, 2014 or 2015 when that trailer came out. Um, it was, like, a dark Power Rangers thing, and it was, like... Not a trailer. It was, like, a short film of the Power Rangers. Do you remember seeing that? Uh, I don't remember that. Ah, all right. Well, I'm going to put it in the show notes for everybody to watch, um, if I can, if it's still up, but... It was like a dark, gritty, like, uh, you know, not for kids Power Rangers. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's all right. I mean, it was cool. I enjoyed it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but this is like a kid's show. So why am I getting like, why do I have to have a dark and gritty and like, oh, man, this stinks Brr, of like a fun, happy show? I don't get it. Are you in? Are you on board for the live action, by the way, or no? Is this going to be live action? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you who this is for, Pat. It's for people like me. <laughs> it's for people like my sister, who love dark, twisted variations of things that otherwise were not. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they're uh, 20-somethings and they're resenting that they lost their childhood to years of fighting crime... That does speak to our generation, because whenever I watch them and my sister watch them, you know, we were kids watching them, watching other kids. Now we're older. Now these guys are older. Where did life take them to? That's kind of how I see it. It's the it's the thing that I beef with Disney about why they canceled uh, Girl Meets World, because I started watching it with the girls and I'm like, oh, it's another dumb Disney live action show. How awesome can this be? Uh, but then I realized, oh, this is furthering boy meets world and we have Corey and topanga and Corey's teaching his daughter and her best friend and there were actually some really good life lessons and i know i've said this before on the show before like they brought up the concept of the of the existence of god and like in a kid in a in a live i don't know how many live action disney shows you've ever seen but they are hot garbage but there are some that are better that are better than others for sure <laughs> all right well some is slightly it's okay so it's lukewarm garbage so, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Girl Meets World was fantastic. And then what Disney did is that they canceled it, you know, because they thought the characters were getting too older and like their core demographic wasn't going to be identifying with it. But I was like, yo, you set this trajectory 
these kids need to see what these people are going through as they get older. Like your core demographic is getting older with the characters. Um, so I, I say all that to uh, say, uh, basically say I'm on board with this concept in this reboot. And I know it's not for everybody because you, you look at it, what it was and, and you see and, and you appreciate what it was. And this is like totally different. And and maybe you feel like it does or, or maybe the feeling isn't that it kind of pays respect or homage or or is the trajectory that we would have expected them to see. And I realize I just went way deep on a Powerpuff Girls with narrative trajectory and story composition and whatnot. I didn't expect <laughs> to do that today. All right, uh, before I get to your Powerpuff Girls, there's going to be a coin there, because I said something that I, I took a path I didn't want to take. Uh, Disney also axed the potential Lizzie McGuire reboot because they didn't want Lizzie McGuire as an adult doing adult things. And, uh, you know, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire regularly. I watched it here and there. But that's something that I would have been okay to see, you know, adult things. Like, hey, what has she been up to? What's going on? And so I see that side of it with Powerpuff Girls. I see that... Like, yes, let's see what they're doing. Are they still fighting crime? Well, no, because they're mad about it. So I get that. But I don't know. I, I just think it's hard to kind of separate the kids' show from this type of thing. Like, you could have done well, – you, I mean, you could do a show like this where, hey, these girls were superheroes and now they're mad. Like, yeah, maybe you don't get the eyes if it's not Powerpuff Girls, but you don't have that disconnect. Does that make sense? It does. It does. That said, I'll watch this pilot. Like, I'm not huge about it, but I will check it out because, I mean, Powerpuff Girls, I know I just torpedoed everything I just said, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, there's, it, it has my interest a little bit. I don't know about watching like a full season of it, but for a pilot, sure. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I mean, again, uh, if nothing else, I do think it is a, it's an interesting concept. So it would be cool to just kind of see what's done with it. I think I've talked myself into it. Like, you helped me out, but I think we, I really, I've swayed myself on this. I think, you, well, you did this. Thank you. Hey, hey, man, I'm happy, I'm happy to help. Yes. All right. So, uh, the note you meant, you, uh, you snuck in here. I, one of my buddies who I used to work with gave me this show on DVD so uh, I could watch it. Uh, I have not watched it yet, but you're excited. Clone High is coming back. Tell me all about it. Oh, did you ever watch Clone High? No. Okay, so Clone High was a cartoon. It only went, ran for, I think, one season. Went the way of Freaks and Geeks. And what it was, it, was, it came out like 2002, 2003. And the concept was that it was a modern high school, like present day, but the students were all modern day clones of historical figures. So the main character was Abe. So, so he was a clone of Abraham Lincoln, and his best friend was Gandhi. So Abe was like, did you ever see that movie Can't Hardly Wait with Ethan Embry and Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yes. So Abe in Clone High was kind of like Ethan Embry's character. He's just kind of like that normal, kind of soft-spoken, kind of like sweet guy. And Gandhi is kind of like his, his obnoxious, but like super loyal and good best friend. And he has a crush on Cleopatra, who's like the super hot popular girl. But Cleopatra, she has an on-again, off-again thing with a clone of JFK, who is a total like... He's a total mass hole jock in the show. Um, so it's just it's just kind of like the adventures. Oh, oh, and the best girl and, and the best like friend who's a girl. And I think she's in love with Abe, like secretly. I can't remember it is Joan of Arc. And she's kind of like the, the alternative kind of near goth chick, uh, a la Jane from Daria. 
Nice. It was a really good show. I watched the hell out of it. Um, and, and they played a lot of really good music, a lot of really good, like indie alternative rock music in it. And I really liked that. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped to see what Clone High is going to be like with it coming back. And, and I do already have an HBO, uh, max subscription. So once that's ready, I will be ready. All right. Well, uh, you've convinced me I need to, you know, dig this show out of my hard drive and check it out. You should. You should. It's a good show. It's really, I don't really know if I have show. all the episodes, so I'll have to track some down. But um, I'm now very interested. It's fantastic. I can't stress <laughs> how, how good it was. Again, it's like one of those cult classics that had like a really short run. Um, but the people who loved it, like we really, really love it. My 13 year old niece discovered it like a year or two ago, just being on the Internet. And and she loves it, so she was she was pumped that Clone High is 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 gonna be coming back. Oh, so an edgy cartoon, mid two thousand early two thousands lasted mm-hmm. one season, mm-hmm. and there's a reboot. Man, you know, Josh, this reminds me of Mission Hill. I don't know Mission Hill. Oh. Ah, oh, Josh. Oh, luckily for you, all of the episodes are on YouTube, and it's uh, thirteen episodes. And it's a guy they who uh, a kid moves from the country to the big city to live with his brother. Oh boy! And uh, all kinds of wacky hijinks ensue. And Jill and I talked about it on the short-lived show show. Cheap plug. And we didn't actually haven't finished it yet because you know baby things. We got busy and whatnot. Um, but also, we may be talking to one of the creators of Mission Hill because there's going to be a reboot of that. Hopefully, coming in the next uh, some time. That's really cool. Wait, wait, wait. You, you yes, brought I up... snuck in a plug for my own show on no, this show. No, wait. I'm saying is that I'm not. I'm not complaining about the plug. I think it was <laughs> a great plug. But you just you casually mention like a side show that you're doing with a really cool concept. I'm not saying I have to be on it. Don't think that just because I'm on this show. I'm happy with. I'm, I'm happy with the Josh Gear here on the melting pad. Beautiful. But, beautiful. But the the short lived show show that's an awesome concept. Wait, have have we not talked about this? You've never told me about this. Oh man! All right, uh, we're gonna talk off air. Okay. Because yeah, I've spent a lot of time talking about that show on this show. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk off air. All right. Okay. Um, how do we bounce back? All right, we had a question for this week. There we go. That's how you do it. You just say the next thing. Uh, wait. Anything else on Clone High before we do this? No. Uh, Clone High is a really great show, and uh, uh and hopefully. I don't know why they wouldn't uh, have the first season or two or whatever they had in addition to the reboot seasons. So if they do that, please check it out from start to finish. It is uh, very good. If you're a fan of of Daria and uh, Beavis and Butthead, and I'm going to go ahead and say MTV Oddities and the like, might like Clone High. There you go. Wow. All right. And uh, without seeing it, I would say if you like Mission Hill, check out Clone High. I don't know. Actually, you know, let me go the other way. If you like Clone High, you'll love Mission Hill. I don't, I don't know. Just watch Mission Hill. All right, yeah. there you go. Watch everything we tell you to. Just, even yeah, any show we mention. Well, even before the stuff you already have queued on your Netflix list. Watch this. <laughs> watch this yes. first. Yes, bump our stuff to the top of your queue. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we're not helping. But if people keep having to lock down over this COVID stuff, then hey, do what you got to do. Got time. Oh, man, good stuff. All right, so we're good there. Watch Mission Hill and Clone High and all that stuff. I'm thirsty. Uh, And Daria, while we're at it. 
Watch Daria. So good. Man, I love Daria so much. Uh, we had a question for this week. And I wanted to do this a few weeks ago when this news came out that uh, the former president had a button on his desk that when he pressed it would summon a guy with a Diet Coke. And so I thought, man, that's like that's funny. That's great. And people are like, oh, man, what a jerk. I'm like, no, no. This is genius, and I love it. So my question to all of you, if you had a button on your desk that summoned somebody with a beverage when you pressed it, what drink are you getting? And Josh, you had a very specific one. Yes. Uh, So it's not just an Arnold Palmer, which, by the way, is delicious. Mm -hmm. It's Arnold Palmer from Chick-fil-A. Now, hell yeah, I I do enjoy Chick-fil-A from time to time. And, uh, you know, there's stuff... Their views aside, whatever. Their food's good. Um, I love the Arnold Palmer, the drink. I don't think I've had... Because I'm not supposed to have iced tea anymore. Because the doctor was like, hey, buddy, cool it. So I said, oh. Uh, what about the Arnold Palmer from Chick-fil-A puts it over the top for you? So I just want... Before I get before I get into that, whenever you're talking about the former president, which, wait, are we scrubbing his name? Are we, are we reviving, revising history on this show? No, no. Is is he Voldemort? <laughs> but, it, but anyways, no, no. I don't want to go down that do rabbit mean? hole. What do you mean? I was president. Nobody's better president than me. Nobody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep us from going down that rabbit hole. And I just want to say the button that summoned a beverage whenever you pressed it from a butler. That makes me think of Richie Rich. Yes. I know. <laughs> Didn't he have the milk? <laughs> did he have the milkshake button? He would yeah, call yeah. Cadbury and he would summon a milkshake. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection until like forty-five seconds ago. Whenever you were, <laughs> whenever you were transitioning into it, oh it man, made me think of Richie Rich with Macaulay, Macaulay cooking with the button. <laughs> oh my god! All oh. right. That's great. Okay. All right. So you're Arnold, you're Arnold Palmer from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So um, I like to think of myself as a connoisseur of beverages. Whenever G-Love says I like cold beverages, well, I love cold beverages. I mean, but fast food teas are not good. They're just not. I don't know if you've had a sweet tea from like McDonald's or Burger King or oh, Taco Bell. Oh, the McDonald's Bell. sweet tea is awful. Yeah. It's, they're all garbage. However, Chick-fil-A's sweet tea... I don't know what they do with it. I don't know if they actually warm brew it or or have some weird mix that maybe some other places might. It has to be warm brewed. Like from actual tea leaves because it is delicious. It is very good sweet tea. It is the right amount of sweet, the right amount of tea leaf in it, the right amount of steep, and it has the right amount of just pure water runoff. That just kind of like flows off of your palate after you drink it and your mouth feels cleansed. There's not a la- there's no lingering sweet taste and there's no invasive amount of lingering tea taste. It just washes off your tongue nicely and it makes you want to take another drink. It's the very much kind of the well, their lemonade is their lemonade is it's good lemonade. It's very pulpy. So I again I don't know how they make it, but it's very good lemonade. It tastes like fresh squeezed lemonade. And whenever those two things come together, it is a really, really delicious Arnold Palmer. It's almost as if they developed their tea and their lemonade to go together 
or to make it to make oh, no. it go, to make it go together properly oh, while still being good. I thought I lost good. you, but were you reading my thing in the Discord? Yes. <laughs> you can't do that to me. I uh, well, I didn't want to do it on the show. I figured that would be that that would have been too much, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they just Sorry. come together. Yeah. So Sorry, folks. Basically, they're two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah. Oh, man. That's great. What a great explanation that we finally found our way to. Oh, I man. know. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. All right. Uh, Michael says water. Sorry. Well, he says it properly, but uh, not on this show, which, you know, practical. And when I first saw that, Michael's my nephew, by the way. And I was like, oh, man, he's trolling. He's being a you know, Mr. Wise guy. Then I thought about it. It's actually a great pick. Like, it that's is. A, that's a good pick. It is. Water never fails. No, that's true. That's true. Speaking as a guy who used to never drink water, now that's basically all I drink. Yeah, I thought it was crazy when you're like, I never drink water. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was never a water guy. It was never a, it was always, it had to have flavor. It had to have something, you know? I was juice, Gatorade, stuff like that. Too much soda. Um but I've cut back a lot on that, so that's good. That is good. Uh, oh, mine, by the way. Let me do mine, and then we'll do the rest. Okay. Uh, I really had to think about this. So my first thought was Cherry 7-Up, because I don't see it around that often. But I can occasionally get that in a store. And then my thought was Vanilla Coke, because that's one of my favorites. But that's on GoPuff and at Wawa, so I can get that pretty much anytime I want. So my real answer is Surge. And Josh, you know, I'm I a do. big fan of Surge. Mm-hmm. And now they've taken it out of circulation and cans and whatnot, and now it's only at select Burger King restaurants, I believe. So, of course, my pick, if I'm pressing a button to get a beverage, I'm getting a Surge. Got to, man. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, it's. I love it. It's delicious. It's got orange juice, so it's good for me. And... The uh, the lack of availability really put it over the top for me. Yeah, yeah. The the, the rarity of it now, it just it, it makes it more coveted. Yeah, absolutely. I do love Arnold Palmer's though, so I would you know maybe if if I could switch it up for like a week or so, it'd be an Arnie Palmer. Arnie Palmer alert. Delicious. Deli- I actually you know I tried a spiked Arnold Palmer not too long ago. I didn't like it. I don't see how that could be good. It wasn't. I was like, man, I love Arnold Palmer. I don't know what it's spiked with, but it should be good, right? It was not. It was gross. Yeah. Do not recommend. Yeah. Yeah, just a PSA. If you're like, hey, I like this drink. Maybe it'll be spiked. It probably won't be. So remember, don't get a spiked Arnold Palmer and watch our shows first. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) There'll be a quiz at the end of the show, so you have to remember that. Yep. Uh, Kenny Rotter, my dear friend, says Captain America's Super Soldier Serum. Now, I should have followed up with this with Kenny. I didn't, but I'll do it now. Um, at like all the time, like that's your that's your pick. Like you'd be drinking that Super Serum like seven times a day. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. And I, I... <laughs> okay, it's a good pick though. I do like it, but I I think my my hang up is. Like multiple times, I feel like that would be detrimental to your, well, to your overall being, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know we could pick fictional drinks. I didn't really specify. Did you want to make, did you want to change your answer? No. 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right, well, think about it as we go through. Okay. And when we get to the end, I'll ask you again. And then we'll we'll go from there. Sound good? All right. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) Jill says, right now, ice water. Uh, Pre-parasite, this is my pregnant wife, by the way, everybody. Uh, Pre-parasite, glass bottle Pepsi. It would be glass bottle Pepsi. What? You're not a Pepsi guy? Eh. Take it or leave it? Eh, glass bottle Coke's better. Okay. All right. I agree with you. Uh, but in general, glass bottle drinks are, are better, far superior. Right? I would, ne- I would, yeah, I would like if, like, yeah, I wouldn't turn my nose up at a glass bottle Pepsi. Of course not. It's definitely better than a plastic bottle Pepsi. That's just oh, for sure. Yeah, something about the glass makes it seem less bad for you. Also, if you can, if you have like GoPuff or if it's at a local store, uh, I would advise getting a glass bottle YooHoo because that is delicious. Ooh, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, never had you who as a kid because mom said it was too expensive or whatever she said. Um, but yeah, glass bottle you who is legit and uh, go get some right now. Do it. Yeah, so that's three things. Three things: <laughs> glass bottle you who, and glass yep. bottle Pepsi, and glass mm-hmm. bottle Coke. Drink that instead of the spiked Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah. And watch all of our shows and watch Mission Hill and Daria and Clone High and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're good. So again, there's going to be a quiz at the end, so we we need to be ready. Yep. Uh, I'm giving the quiz. Why do I need to be ready? Uh, <laughs> you got to be ready to give the quiz. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> a proctor's right. got to know his own stuff. That's true. That's true. Gertner says Canada Dry Ginger Ale. And I like this for two mm. reasons. First of all, ginger ale, when, like, I think it's delicious anytime, but especially when you need it, it's nectar of the gods. And second of all, yes. that he was brand specific. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick. Yes, because uh, Gertner acknowledges that there are other types of ginger ale, and those other types of ginger ale are inferior ginger ale. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we agree on that. Canada Dry is the ginger ale brand. That is, yeah. Everything else is an imitation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I do love ginger ale, though. Huh. Good stuff. Our buddy Lockjaw says hot chocolate would be great right now. You know? He's your friend from the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. It would be great right now. Even yeah. me, like I don't live in the, you know, but it would be great. Yeah, to me, you live in the. Well, yeah, <laughs> relatively speaking, yes. It's 65 degrees and raining like cats and dogs here. I hate it. Oh, my. Right now, well, we got, it snowed here this morning. And is it snowing right now? No, it's windy in 31. Man, I would kill for that right now. Yeah, the rain, rain is, ugh. You can't shovel away rain. You only can sop it up with a towel. You can shovel snow and get it out of your way. You just got to wait for rain to stop. Yeah, you do. Oh, oh my. Uh, let's see. Ruin says Aquafina bottle water. Now, again, I like it. The brand specific because, you know, if you would have said Dasani, I'd be like, oh, get out of here. That's runoff. But Aquafina, I can go with that. Aquafina is not bad. As far as bottled waters are, Aquafina is good. Dasani is not. There we go. Crapping on everybody. There it is right there. That's, that's what I'm known for, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of crap, oh, that's perfect. Poop from Wiener Dude. That's I my favorite it. My favorite username I've ever read in my life, I think. Uh, for me, it's tied with Smelly Meatball. Smelly Meatball is great. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, <laughs> Poop from Wiener Dude says, just water. I drink a lot of water a day. It would feel functional. Maybe fancy whiskey would be good, too. Classy, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Classy. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, have a little, like, have some, like, that's what I used to do whenever I was going to the bars a lot. I would order a, a whiskey on the rocks, and I would have a glass of water on the side, or I would order whiskey and water, get it all in the same glass. There you go. That's good. Getting all that hydration, and mm. what I assume is the great taste of whiskey. It is. It is. Like, people are, like, when are like, whiskey and water, I'm like, no, trust me, it, it's good. Solid. I like it. Uh, AAA says water because I drink like 30 cups of water a day. Well, that would be good. Like you don't have to get up to get it. You don't have to stop working. You don't have to interrupt your day. You just press a button and here comes, you know, uh, what, what did we, the guy's name from Richie Rich. I forgot it already. Cadbury. Cadbury. Thank you. Uh, he rolls in with, uh, you know, a fresh glass of water. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like 30 cups of water is a lot for any human though. I don't feel like that's safe. It may depend how big the cup is. Oh, okay, because I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like actual like measuring cups. Well, how many ounces is that? That's eight ounces. Well, I mean, like how many? Oh, 30 cups? That's 240 ounces. Yeah, 240 ounces. 240, and that's, let's see, what is that in in gallons? You're supposed to drink what, a gallon? Well, a gallon's what, 60? How many damn ounces is a gallon? I always thought six to eight cups of water a day. Yeah, I thought it was eight. Yeah. Because that's a gallon, right? It's 64 ounces, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 So that's... Yeah. Okay, wow. So that's however many gallons a day. That's a lot. Yeah, so Two, AAA's... Three almost? Yeah, AAA's making a lot of bathroom breaks. Man, he might just want to sit on a commode. <laughs> or get a catheter. I mean, oh, oh, well, you don't... Pee- I mean... Ugh. Or if you're peeing that much. I, uh, I pray I never have to go through that. That sounds horrific. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, if, you, if you're on the go and you drink that much water. It might work out. It might be beneficial to you, right? Yeah. Who knows? I'm not a doctor. We're not doctors, folks. We're not doctors. I'm like a politician. Folks, folks. Folks. Sorry. Folks. <laughs> hey, folks. Folks. I love when they say folks. I know. It's, me too. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Osman says some refreshing water. Wow. These days... I cut up lemon and lime wedges and put them into water. In into water. Look at this guy, how fancy he yeah. is. The best water I ever had came from a well. Please get your cucumbers away from my water. Oh, wow. We've got a hardliner. He's pro lemon and lime, which is good. Mm-hmm. And he's anti-cucumber in the water. You know what, Osman? I stand with you. I do, too. I'm with you, my man. I do, too. Lemon, lime water. I do like cucumber water a little bit. Lemon, lime water, so much better, though. Yeah, cucumber water, not for me, but that's all mm-hmm. right. But yeah, lemon, lime water, oh man. It I'm is good. You. I feel too, like I'm not fancy enough to do that all the time, but if someone's bringing it to me, I'd be okay with that. I mean, all you gotta do is just get a lemon and wedge it, and just drop it in there. All right, all right. Yeah, but you know, I'd have to wear, you know, real pants to do that, and like, <laughs> I would feel inadequate dressed as I am in my sweatpants and Taco Bell shirt. I'm sure and, uh, you could get a lemon delivered in yeah. today's COVID world. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, fun fact. I uh, Instacart, like a month ago, uh-huh. I ordered something for Jill. She wanted something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, they didn't get that. They said they did, but they didn't, and instead brought us one lemon. Whoa. Yeah. So y- you guys both wanted water with lemon. And they gave you one lemon to share. No, no, no. It was, she ordered something separate. Like, it was a grocery order. Oh, oh. Where was I on that? I don't know. Why was I thinking restaurant? I don't know. Haven't been in a restaurant in, like, a year. I don't know. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, we ordered, it was French onion dip. She was having a craving for chips and she wanted French onion dip. So I was like, yeah, great. I'll order it. The order said they got it, but instead of bringing us the French onion dip, they brought us one single lemon. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Like was a lemon sitting on the shelf next to the French onion dip. I was, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but yeah. They don't even sound the same. They don't even sound the same. They're not even in the same parts of the store. They're not even in the same parts of where your meal is. Like At least they shouldn't be, right? Like how close an adjacency can French onion dip be to a lemon in terms of like eating food? Yeah, I I don't know. Like I can get if you like you have chips and salsa on the mind and you like you go and get salsa and then you get sidetracked and accidentally get chips. I can see that kind of happening, but you're not going to Okay. Yeah, that's my lemon story. I don't know. Uh, M-A-G says sweet iced tea. There you mm-hmm. go. See, it's mm-hmm. simple, but it's right there. That's solid. As a Southern boy, I can appreciate that. There you go. Toxic Rooster says probably Diet Coke. He also included a sad face because I think he's the only one who got the joke. <laughs> Goddamn Diet Coke button. Uh, uh, oh. I think he's the only one who got it, and I think you just did as well. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Probably Diet Coke. Oh, I didn't see the sad face. Oh, it didn't copy to the note. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That would have been funnier. That's on me. (laughs) Actually, it's on Jerome. Um, Are you going to put in the sad face to the thing? Yes, you are. You are, aren't you? Yeah, I am. (laughs) We have to quote your listeners warmly. You're right. You're right. Elvac says, a chilled glass of chocolate milkshake. That may be referencing what you talked about at the top there. Ooh. Which I didn't even think about till you said it, and then I remembered he said that. LVAC. You know, that's good. I mean, would you do that any time? I'm trying to think. When would be the best time to have a chocolate milkshake? I couldn't have it before I went for a swim or a run. Um, When's the best time to have a chocolate milkshake? Four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. I was going to say, maybe that's a new question. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. When's a good time to have a milkshake? The best time. When's the best time to have a milkshake? Interesting. All right. Because you can't have a milkshake all the time. It's not like, you know, water with lemon where you can have it any time. Like like a milkshake, that's, there's a time and a place for a milkshake. You got to plan for that almost, right? You do. You do. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. You almost got to plan for your milkshake. That's good, though. I like. I would like to get that summoned with the press of a button. That would be good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dave Wadding with, I think, the most practical answer. Cherry Coke Zero with ice cold water on the side. So I remember to hydrate. That's that, good. Maybe it's because we're both adults and we think about these things now. We're all adults, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. This next one, I'm very happy about. Oh, that's good, because I don't know what this is. Uh, our buddy Vito says, Hubert's Blueberry Lemonade. I have never heard of this. I don't know what this is. Um, I'm guessing it's delicious. So Hubert's is another drink brand. And they specialize in lemonades. They make, uh, you know, of course, regular lemonades. They also, I think they do teas as well. Um, But it's just all around really good stuff. They come in a nice glass bottle. Um, Michelle, uh, the the oldest uh, step uh, daughter, she loves Hubert. She actually put me on to Hubert's. So, yeah, if you ever find a Hubert's, Patrick, pick up a Hubert's and enjoy it. Wow, dropping the full name on me. That means I really got to do it. Got to, man. Wow. All right. It's on the list. I'll see if GoPuff has it. I think I got a credit. 
for GoPuff or ten percent oh, off or something. So that works for me. I like I got I got glass bottle Yoohoo from GoPuff, so it all works out. It does. <laughs> there you go. I'll, it made me. I was gonna say you can't mix lemonade with the Yoohoo because I was thinking still Arnold Palmer. Hey, you know what? Get get a Hubert's lemonade and a Hubert's tea. Try them separately. Mix them together. Let me know how that is. If I can find Hubert's, I will do that. If you and can I will, find Hubert's. Uh, I don't know. Make a video and put it on Twitter and Instagram or something. Is that what people do? Yes. All right. I will. I will think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhiannon says, Rhiannon, Rhiannon, I don't know how to say your name. I'm so sorry. I can't read. That's really what it is. Uh, Perrier with lime. I would like Betty White to deliver my beverage via drone. And, you know, that's our first, uh, she jumped on the bandwagon with, uh, with NARC, who we're going to get to in a second with, you know, can, can we choose someone to bring us our beverage? And, you know, if I wanted somebody to bring me a beverage, Betty White would be on the list. I would think. For anybody. Honestly, I would feel kind of bad having Betty White bring me my beverage because it's like, you're Betty White. How are you, like, like why am I relegating you to being a, you know, a, a drink wench? What if she joined you and said drink? Okay, that would make everything better, honestly. Yeah, not only is she bringing you your beverage, but she is sitting down to enjoy one with you. And she's telling me, like, she's, like, telling us stories about, like, growing up and, like, whenever her family, they were going on the Oregon Trail and, like, Oh my Going God. to the West and st- <laughs> that, that was an old <laughs> that was a that was a really bad old person joke. That's good. I like it. I like it. Oh man, I would sit down and listen to Golden Girl stories for uh, all day. Man, I would. Like, yo, how funny was Estelle Getty? Like, really? Yeah. Tell me all about B. Arthur, Rue McClendon. Tell me about all of them. Everybody. Mm, yes, please. Oh man, that'd be so great. Uh, Betty White, come on the show. Let's talk about Golden Girls. Like, you haven't talked about Golden Girls for the last 50 years, but let's talk about it. It's not even that old. I'm aware. So so we need to book Howard Stern and Betty White to the show. Yes. That's a lot. You got a lot of work ahead of you, man. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That is a lot. Uh, Let's see. Narc says, I would like Sir Patrick Stewart to bring me a cup of Earl Grey. Hot. And... You and I talked about this before. We were going over the notes before the show. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned that if Sir Patrick Stewart brought you any beverage, it would be uh, not good for your marriage? Probably not. And honestly, kind of what made me thought of that was uh, I would like uh, Sir Patrick Stewart to bring me a cup of Earl Grey hot. Like when I read hot, I didn't think that's the temperature of the tea. I th- yeah. I thought that... <laughs> Nork was insinuating that it would be hot if Sir Patrick Stewart yes. brought him a cup of Earl Grey. <laughs> and maybe he did, but I'm just reading it how he wrote it. I don't know if that was his intention, but either way, I think it works out really well. Like, man, Sir Patrick Stewart bring me a cup of hot tea or a cup of Earl Grey. Hot. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I basically was saying that, like... If you get Sir Patrick Stewart to bring you a cup of tea, that's eventually going to turn into you bringing him a cup of tea and probably falling in love with him because regardless of who you are, how can you not fall in love with Patrick Stewart? That's probably yeah. just the thing that happens. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be he'd be pressing the button. Oh yeah. For sure. No doubt and uh that just that'd be a great story to tell, I guess. It would be. be fun. This is how I turned into Patrick Stewart's drink maid. <laughs> 
I like it. All right, our friend Smelly Meatball, I got a bone to pick with you, sir. Orange soda. Now, that's not the problem. I love orange soda. It's good. It's delicious. Big fan. He says it doesn't matter if it's a Fanta or a Crush brand. Sir? I want to stop you. I just had a thought. Okay. I don't think he's saying it doesn't matter as in there's no difference. I think he's saying it doesn't matter because he likes them both. You're probably right. You are probably right. But I have a one-track mind. Okay. Let me let me, let me finish this. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I tried smelling meatball. I tried <laughs> to save you, man. Let me, let me finish. You're about to get flamed. Sir, it f- matters. <laughs> it matters. There are, let me tell you, there are two brands of orange soda that you should really consider when you want an orange soda. Josh, one of them is Crush. Do you know the other? I don't know the other. You don't. It's Sunkissed. That's the other one. And the, those are just like your basics, right? Not saying, uh, you know, a fancy, like a Hank's gourmet soda. That orange soda is great. Uh, if we want to go a little bit off the, off book, Stewart's orange creamsicle, obviously. Um, that's uh, That's high on the list, right? But if you're just going strictly orange soda, it's Crush and Sunkissed. And then everything else. I don't know. That's all right. But, you know, you're right. Josh, you're probably right. Smelly Meatball probably just meant I don't care which one it is. I love orange soda in all forms. And you know what? That's okay, too. That is okay. He probably just likes them both. Yeah. He probably he was not taking a stand like I just did. And he's probably going to be very uh, confused about what I just said. <laughs> is he on the message board? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's going to he's going to at you. He might. He might. We'll see. Uh, Thrill Truck, speaking of great names, mm-hmm. man, solid. He just says beer, beer. Uh, which, <laughs> you know, we've mentioned throughout this thing that, you know, we're, we're, we're on board with specific brand names and all this other stuff, but he can have it. You know, I kind of like that. He just came out to like beer. What, what beer. kind? I don't care. <laughs> Bring me a beer. It drinks the same. I love it. I like that. That's right to the point. That's, oh man. That's great. Points to you, Thrill Chuck. I respect Thrill Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. All right. Slick, Mr. Fancy Pants over here, San Pellegrino. And I'm not going to lie, Josh. I am so off base with like fancy weird stuff or whatever. I had to look up to see what this was. It's Italian for club soda. Yeah. It's, uh, I've never heard of it. Well, I heard of it, but I never knew what it was. And I'm like, all right, man. Hey, Slick, you do you, my brother. You do you. That's a little too fancy for my tastes, but. You know, then again, I just praised Thrill Truck for just saying beer. So that should give you an idea of where I sit on this. <laughs> you see, I love the contrast between Thrill Chuck and Slick. Like, because Thrill Chuck's just like, beer. Slick's like, it's got to be a San Pellegrino water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not saying either is wrong, but like, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the night and day is great. <laughs> a tale of two beverages. <laughs> I love it. Uh, speaking of fa- Mr. Fancy Pants, Uncle Bill says sparkling Pinot Grigio, Grigio, chilled. Which you remarked, Ooh, you knew yeah. that I copied this right from uh, the thing because it was a you know a grammatically correct sentence. <laughs> Not only that, it's just the composition and the arrangement of the words. It's just it's so just on point. Like it is exactly the way that. Like, if someone was going to write, 
you know, a, a properly composed response to this question, this is like this is the zenith of of what it would be. Yeah, it's perfectly framed. It's it's well just perfectly put together, man. Mm. Wow. It's got the comma and everything. Yeah, Lola loves it. Busterella loves it over there. Oh, yeah, you heard her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, she's just being a dog. Love it. And finally, for our question, man, this was a fun one. I enjoyed, it was. I enjoyed this so much. Hillary, uh, this is a lot of words for me to read, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Hillary couldn't make up her mind because, well, you know, to be fair, a lot of this could be situational. So Hillary says, gin tonic. No, no, I mean vanilla milkshake or a Belgian beer. No, spiked eggnog. Unless it's sunny, then Mexican beer. Am I working? Maybe just ginger ale. Yeah, and she included with this, by the way, I should mention, a GIF from Dexter's lab where he's uh, pushing all his buttons on his big computer, which really uh, rounded out the, uh, let's see. The, the stream of consciousness. This is yeah, a stream of consciousness yeah. uh, narrative. Yes, and I love it, and uh, I made it through all those words, so there you go. <laughs> yep. It's very uh, it's very Joycean. It harkens back to Ulysses by James Joyce, the stream of consciousness. I love it. It's very Hillary also. Yeah, it is. Which it is very solid. much is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Josh, I mentioned that, well, two things. First of all, um, you said you weren't sure we could do fictional drinks. Have you since changed your answer to a fictional beverage? No, it's going to be an Arnold Palmer from Chick-fil-A. That, that's just that's just number one. Solid. I like it. Sticking to your yep. guns. Perfect. I'm sticking to it. I like it. Uh, and the second thing is, I'm sorry, this is going to be really awkward to break the show with the guest. I said I wouldn't do this anymore, but... You did it. The other day, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I tweeted, like, hey, do you think... I, and I tagged the band, Eve Six. I said, hey, do you think I could play the new song without having to pay people a bunch of money? And the guy was like, of course. And this is the official band account. So, oh, and I yeah. saved the screenshot in case anybody tries to sue me. Uh, they told me it was okay. So, we have a treat for you, friends. We're going to play the new song from Eve 6. So, their, uh, their new EP is called Grim Value. It is out June 25th. You can pre-order it now. And this song, it's pretty great. It is called Black Nova. I can't believe I get to say this. Eve 6, Inside the Melting Pat, on the Next Level Network. It's turbulent, it's getting turbulent 
When you take flight, it gets turbulent. It's getting turbulent. It gets turbulent. A flight like this is permanent. And you know, it only takes one time to get you. And you know, when death comes to fetch you from the law. And we're back, Josh, Eve 6. I just played Eve 6 on my show. I can't believe it. That's pretty cool. And it's not, it's, it's new, right? It's, it's off of the, it's off the Grim Value EP. You want to, you want to let the people know what the due out date is on that? Wow, look at you. June 25th, Grim Value, Eve 6, new stuff from them. Pre-order it where you get your stuff. Thanks for doing that with me, Josh. Totally. Wow. Wow. We did it. You know, whenever you said band account, I wanted to say band as in B-A-N-D, not band as in trapped. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Man, yes, we did a lot of uh, trapped bashing on the the last time we were here, right? Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. What a what a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, by the way, the Eve 6 EP outsells the, trapped, the latest trapped record in week one. It's got to. Outstreams it, outsells it, everything. Guaranteed. Oh, man. Great stuff. Eve 6, go get the thing where you get your stuff. It'll all be in the show notes. You'll be fine. All right. So, my friends, if you hate sports, this is your cue to leave because the rest of the show is sports. So, um, that said, thanks for coming, and we're going to do the stuff. So, let's do baseball. Yeah, let's do sports. Yeah. Let's do some baseball stuff, Josh. Uh, We learned recently that uh, a couple of rule changes from last year, the shortened season, will carry over to this year, including the seven-inning doubleheaders, which I'm a fan of, and the extra-inning um, runner on second base, which, you know, I got to say, forgive me if this is a hot take, I didn't hate it. It wasn't horrible. I agree with you. It wasn't It wasn't horrible. But the uh, seven-inning doubleheaders I love. I want that to be permanent, like, forever. Yeah, that would be cool. Man, it's, it's kind of a, you know, you, you get... I know there's a lot of purists out there who are like, no, I want nine innings in each game of baseball. But, I mean, come on, man. Let's, Shut up, nerds. 
the, the players are playing two games in one day. Yeah. You you can do with 14 innings. It's okay. Yeah. Because when you really think about it, 14, you take away nine, that's, you know, nine innings, and you got five, that's technically an official game anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Five innings is an official game. I love it. Mm-hmm. So why not? Seven, ah, what if they did five-inning doubleheaders? <laughs> I would watch, man, I, I would watch that. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, man, five in Imagine. They would never go for it, but just imagine. Two games, ten innings. Oh. I could go to a game that starts at noon and then, like, get a little drunk, get done probably at, like, six, and then go have dinner. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Hey, Major League Baseball, five-inning doubleheaders. Just try it once. Yeah. And try the pitch clocks at the major league level. I've oh seen the God. pitch. I've seen the pitch oh. clocks in minor league. It's not bad. It's actually really helpful. Yeah. Yes. Please do pitch clock, five inning double headers, and uh, I don't know. There's probably a third thing. I will say it would have been nice to have some clarity on the NLDH rule because right now we don't know. Like it might still be a thing for this year. It might not be. But it would have been nice to know that in like December. When yeah. guys were trying to sign deals, I think that would have opened up a lot of jobs for guys, which I've been a proponent of, even though like it sounds weird coming from me who was against the NLDH rule at first. Welcome. Um, but now, you know, I saw it in action. I'm like, you know what? This is actually good. I'm okay with it. And I just think it would have been good for everybody if they had announced like, hey, we're going to do this. If they had done that in like December instead of not yet. Yeah, I know. And honestly, I would just like to see the NLDH rule just because I like saying things that are a little different, even if it's just for a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see there. I don't know. Haven't heard anything. Um, but who the hell knows? And uh, I didn't get to talk about this last week because it happened the day after I recorded the show. But Trevor Bauer has picked his team. He has signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, I mean, that's. I don't know where I expected him to go, but I don't know that the Dodgers were like the top of the list, but then I no. he did it and I'm like, oh wait, of course he would. That's exactly what that's that's Bauer's MO, right? He does a thing that you don't expect him to do, but when he does it, you're like, that's totally yeah, that's that's Bauer. That's got Bauer written all over it. It just makes sense. They just won the World Series. He was looking mm -hmm. for, you know, he, of course he, you know, looked for money, right? Yeah. But also wanted to go to a contender and why wouldn't you go to the team that just won the World Series and is getting back most of their core, right? Yeah. And not to mention that he's kind of a hometown kid. Southern California, he went to UCLA, was a crazy prodigy pitcher there. There you go. See, it all works out, I guess. And uh, I did see, well, I heard his uh, press conference today. Was it today or yesterday? Um, and some reporters actually did ask, hey, why, are you har why do you harass people online? Like, that's... Like, why do you harass women? So I thought, like, that was, you know, something that a lot of people don't want to bring up. But mm -hmm. kudos to everybody who brought that up. Yep. I mean, he's a controversial player. Let's just say it, you know. But he played in Cleveland and Cincinnati, you know, his entire professional career. Now he's in Los Angeles with the Dodgers, no less. So you think that's going to kind of shape how he is a little bit, you know, kind of going back to you mentioning, you know, that question, why do you harass people online, that kind of stuff? Well, I was going to say I hope so, but I wasn't sure if you were uh, using shape the way he is in a positive or negative way. But I hope that it kind of turns him around to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do all this 
Twitter yeah. stuff or whatever. Maybe I should just be a great baseball player. Or maybe not even for better or for worse, just different. You know what I mean? I think it might help him, honestly. I don't know if he will, but I think it could help. You know, you, you kind of tweak a little bit about what you're doing. People are still going to love you because you're still doing the, hey, calling out the league and whatnot and still going yeah. out every four or five days and pitching and, uh, you know, great baseball, right? So people are going to gravitate to that regardless. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe, uh, I don't want to say, like, changing completely, but easing up a bit. Is that fair to say? I would say so. Yeah, I'm not talking like a total 180. I mean, right. I mean, people love Trevor Bauer because of who he is. I don't agree with him 100% of the time, and I think he's kind of a. D- but for some reason, I can't help but love the guy. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm, like a complete 180 would be disingenuous, I think. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that statement. Yeah. Uh, solid stuff. Not a lot of baseball stuff going on right now, but. Um, Camps are started are scheduled to start in a week, I think. Oh, maybe wow. less than that. Yeah, that totally got away from me. I didn't even like. It didn't even dawn on me. Like, oh snap! Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting soon. Yeah, I think as of today, when we're recording, we're six days, aren't we? Wow. For a lot of teams. Yeah, I think so. Man, I've lost track. Man, Thanks, that's Corona. great. Time has no meaning, but we're almost baseball. I'm excited. Oh, we didn't mention this. Uh, the Red Sox traded Andrew Benintendi. To the Royals <laughs> in a three-way deal with the Mets. I don't know any of the, any of the other players, uh, but Josh, you texted me earlier that now Andrew Benintendi will uh, will wear too many letters on his jersey for the Royals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, if if any of your listeners go back to uh, let me see when was that game? That was June fourteenth. I, I say that because I still have the ticket stub hanging up. So if you go to June fourteenth, twenty seventeen and you listen to the show from that week, you'll hear us talking about the awesome heckling that we heard when we saw the Red Sox play the Phillies that day. Yeah. And we made the highlight in that game, too, when uh, somebody, whoever hit Mookie Betts maybe hit the home run. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were. We were in the highlight, me, you, and Jack. All disappointed. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, one of the, you know some good-natured ribbing from the fans above us. We're like, hey, Ben and Tender, you are too, you too many letters on your shirt. You're Which no Jackie great. Bradley Sr. Yeah, you're no Jackie Bradley Sr. Man, that was some top-notch. Man, that was some top-notch heckling. Like, they weren't mean. They weren't yeah. nasty. They were they just hateful. Fun. Yeah, it was fun heckling. Yeah. That's that's what heckling should be. Yes, always. Oh, man. Yes, so, Ben Benintendi, uh, the jersey makers for the Royals now have to go, God damn it, this is too <laughs> many letters. <laughs> They've got their work cut out for them. At least he's not Jared Saltalamachia. That's true. Oh, Salt- oh Jesus, that's that's a lot of... <laughs> We're going to leave a, that there. That's a lot of letters. <laughs> oh, my. Oof. God bless all of you for having to write that. And oh, Good Man. luck to everybody. There we go. That's what I'll say there. My last name has six letters. Yeah. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Solid, man. Good stuff. All right. Finally, in the sports this week, I know, I know, people, you're tired of me talking about the national anthem. I know. I know. But it's in the news again. It and came up. Here's the best part about this is that nobody noticed until a reporter said, hey, what happened here? The Athletic reported it first. The Dallas Mavericks, for their first 13 games, preseason and regular season, did not play the national anthem before the game. And nobody noticed. Nobody cared. Somebody brings it up. 
Mark Cuban then has to come out and say, "Yep, we're not we're not going to do it. We you know, the whole thing, it's a big mess. We're going to leave it alone." And then the NBA comes down and says, "Hey, nope. Teams, you got to play the anthem before the game. It's a long-standing uh, policy, tradition. tradition, whatever. Listen, all right, real quick. If your answer to why do we do this is because it's tradition, that's not a good answer. No, and it's you're not. probably an idiot. Um, sorry to get so harsh there, but uh, actually, no, I'm not. You're an idiot. Not you, Josh, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, here's what I want to know, Josh. Can we expand not playing the anthem before games to every sport? Can we do that? 100 percent yeah especially in hockey because we had to sit through two anthems yeah yeah the anthem should be for international play i would yes. think. And, and when i when i say international i don't mean u.s and canada i mean not that i don't like oh canada but i mean like you know canada versus sweden or u.s versus norway or whatever right that's what i mean when i say international play that's when you should use it otherwise for like a normal game on a Tuesday in February? No. Yeah. For real. I I man, when I think of see when I think of like the national anthem, like I first was introduced to it as like you would do it at like a big important game, you know, like the Super Bowl or something, you know. But what are you saying not on a Tuesday afternoon? I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling patriotic on a Tuesday afternoon. Also, if I may say, which of course I may, because it's my show, the National Anthem sucks. Like, it's not a good song. It's, it's not. super racist. And <laughs> it's like, nobody can sing it well. All right, maybe like three people can sing it well in the entire country. Mm -hmm. um, it's not good. It's too long. And I mean, it's trash. It's trash. And we should not do it. Greg Proops on his podcast several years ago said we should replace the national anthem with any song by Aretha Franklin. And you know what? I'm in. Yeah, I like that. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, that's what it means to me. Was that Aretha? Yeah. Yep. Sock it to me. That's very American. It's very sportsy, too. It is. Sock it to me. Sock it. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm with that. Uh, MLB, uh, NFL, NBA, actually every sport of every level. Yeah. We need to get past the national anthem and, uh, especially the NHL because we got to sit through two anthems. Unless it's your championship or you're playing some kind of international tournament or something like that. Leave it there. Like, don't play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's what I'll I say. Like so, that. so I'm not saying eliminate it completely, even though I just trashed it cause it sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, save it for the big time, right? For real, save it for the big time. Yeah. It minimizes what the song is supposed to portray anyway. And then we just get a bunch of hyper-patriotic Nimrod rednecks who, eh, I'm stopping right there. Oh, I was going to say keep going, but that's okay. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's a lot of work for me on the back end, and we're already... Oh, Christ. All right. We've lost everybody by now, I'm sure. Um... <laughs> the, the top of the show took a really long time somehow, <laughs> but that's okay. There was a lot of drink orders, a lot yeah. of button pushing. Oh man, a lot of good stuff. We we went really deep on the Powerpuff Girls too. So yeah, we did. <laughs> Which neither of us expected, but I think it turned out really well. I did too. I really liked it. Yeah. Um. So Josh, this was awesome. 
as always. It was. This is great. I figured since this weekend was going to be our ski weekend, but COVID kind of wrecked those plans, I should have you on and we should do, because we talked about trying to do this at ski weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of equipment, though. It is. If I had a smaller board, I might be able to do it, but I don't know. Maybe by next year, I'll be able to figure it out. And the thing about it is that, and I knew this was going to happen, like, watch, the one year that COVID wrecks it is the year where it's going to be consistently cold and snowy the entire time. Oh, man. Well, I don't know what the weather is out there now. You know what? Weather report? (laughs) I I checked the forecast. Oh, you did? (laughs) I did. It's going to be snowy and cold. It's not going to be above freezing the entire weekend. I was so upset. Oh. So, in essence, perfect ski weather. Yes, perfect ski yeah. weather. I will say the snow, not to rub it in, but the snow, you know what? I'm not going to say it because that, that would make me feel bad, so I won't say it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to bring you down even more. Actually, the, the snow up there has been amazing, hasn't it? Uh, well, today's snow, I'll say it then. Uh, today's snow that I shoveled this morning was like powdery and Ooh. like good ski snow. The other day it was good like build a snowman snow. Uh-huh. Like last week, but today, this morning, it was good, like, powdery, play football in it, go skiing, all that, yeah. Nice. It was the kind that I made a snow angel in at your place <laughs> yes. when I was wearing regular clothes, and I forgot that snow can melt, yes. and, and I got all soaked. <laughs> oh, you Southerners in your, oh, you we don't have sh- We don't have <laughs> down here. Yeah. <laughs> you get a lot more rain than we do, I would think. Yeah. Which, again, is less fun. Like, you can't do much about it or in it. I love the rain. I do. But I I got I got to do sometimes. That's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Uh, All right, friends, uh, whatever's on the other side, I don't know yet. Uh, So that's going to happen for you, Josh. Our time has come to an end. This was so much fun, as always. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on. Had a blast. All right, friends, more me right after this. And that is that. Just about my thanks to Josh, my thanks to Eve Six, uh, for all the stuff, really. It's just uh, it's amazing, all the things I've been able to do. And I hope you're having fun. So let us uh, transition, I guess, somehow, seamlessly. Not really. There's a seam. There's a seam. It's all good. To the captain, who's going to tell us all about what the flag guys are up to. So good, sir, if you're there, take it away. Thank you, my friend. And even if you weren't there, then, well, you got another sound or something. I don't know. The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. There we go. A lot going on with all the stuff, and I'm glad you were here for it. So, yeah, there we go. We made it, I think, through another one. Again, I haven't done the show yet. I'm doing this ahead of time. But, um, you know, as far as uh, you're concerned, when you hear this, it's all done. So just, you know the drill. Don't be a moron. And uh, be nice to people. I don't know. Uh, that's all. I, I don't know. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. All the shows are up there. Follow on Facebook at The Next Level Network so you know what is going on around here. I'm everywhere at The Melting Pat. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. And uh, oh, also on Twitch, I stream. Well, I try to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, haven't been doing the Monday, Wednesday part this week, the last couple weeks, because I've had stuff going on, but for sure, Fridays, I do Soundtrap. I make a, we make music together in Soundtrap. So join me, ah, so join me over there for all of that fun. And uh, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, 
observations, and of course, corrections. Send them via text or yell them via voicemail. So you have options is what I'm saying. And um, yeah, I think we're good. I'm going to make some meatballs or something and uh, get ready to have some fun. So there you go. That's all the stuff. This has been an 8th Boyland production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, uh, oh, we almost forgot. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Be mindful of what you share online. There we go. Now, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G11 Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Thank you very much for listening today. You've been inside the Melting Pat. Wow, that was not a smooth transition at all. It's all good. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no work. Glass some ice and a dash of from It's martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's nice or it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And the friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every decoration I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got some meat I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. Yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.